How great are our children? <laughs> Can I just get an amen, even from the few who are here? I'll take it in the comments. Thank you to all uh, the children who participated in this and all the parents who got their children to participate in this. I'm grateful for all of that. Uh, I'm going to just reiterate some of the scripture that we heard from them, though they did such an excellent job reading it, but uh, we thought it would be a good Valentine's Day present to see our kiddos, and we knew they'd have some wisdom for us on love, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. From 1 Corinthians 13, if I speak in the tongues of mortals and angels but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. Got it? <laughs> nope, just kidding. <laughs> Do the dance. So obviously our children had a lot of wisdom to share with us, but I saw kind of two things about love uh, that stood out to me. And the first one was that God loves us because God created us, not because we're perfect, thank goodness, but because we belong to God, because God had a hand in forming us. I still look at my own daughter and I think, how in the world did I grow something so beautiful? How is that even possible? I love her not by what she does, but because she exists. So imagine multiplying that by how much God loves all that God has created. And God loved humanity from the moment God created us, calls us very good. As the psalmist points out in, in one of the psalms, it says, Who are we that God even considers us? And yet, let alone that God loves us and wants deeply to be in relationship with us. That's amazing. That's worth celebrating alone. And as we often talk about, God's love is unconditional. There aren't conditions for God's love for us. We have conditions all the time, and some of those are useful. They help us from being, you know, abused or mistreated in a relationship, but sometimes our love is conditional on what we're trying to get out of a relationship, how we get, how comfortable we are, how beneficial it is, but it's a reminder that God's love isn't like that. That's what makes God's love its own thing, and that God keeps trying to translate that to us through actions. It's not just that God says that God loves us, but shows us. From the very beginning of the story, God rescues and frees the Israelites from slavery. God leads them through and out of the desert. God gave them food, gave them commandments. Then God went on to give them judges and kings and prophets. Prophets who told the truth, even to power, and performed miracles. Throughout the First Testament, God shows again and again and again that not just the Israelites, but all people, whether that was Naaman or the widow from Sidian or Ruth, that God's love was for all people. My favorite phrase, Dr. Sumney, who Chad takes for Bible now as well, it says, 
in, these, uh, in Jonah and Ruth and books like that, it's a reminder that God's love is global. It's not just meant for some, but for all. To show us how big God's love is and that it will be forever. And of course, God sent God's only son to teach and to preach and to show us what love in action looks like. How we can also live that out. Because the other thing our children pointed out is that love is an action word. They, ha- they kept telling us it's how we act when people show me kindness, when people help me. And I realized, thinking about this, and I know I've talked about love languages before, but I said I have to really work on that action thing because my love language is, is uh, words of affirmation. So the fastest, quickest way for me to feel loved is to either be told something or have it written down. I was talking about this earlier in worship that, boy, when I get a card from a church member, it goes right into a smile pile. It can, it can cover me for a whole week. But that's not how everybody feels love as quickly. It can be through their, that's why there are five of them. Most of them are actions. They're, um, they can be spending quality time together. They can be um, acts of service. Um, and that's what makes other people feel loved. So I have to remember that when I'm trying to show the people I love, love. It's very useful to find that out about people, friends in your life, people you work with, what their love language is, so that you are acting in a way to make them really feel loved. And a reminder that love as an action is also a choice. That's one of the things that kept coming back to me about Paul's passage is he keeps saying, love is, love is, love is. It's an action. It is kind. It is patient. It does bear all things. It endures all things. And as I said, that's what the children reminded us. It's when people help them and are kind to them through actions. And Chad gave us some concrete examples last week in the sermon about ways that we can show love through our actions. And one of those is just learning more, being open to learning more, uh, to growing in the ways that we are willing to show love in ways we haven't done before. And even specifically to people that the church has traditionally left out, whether intentionally or unintentionally, that by our action, or as I said in the prayer, or our inaction, that those small changes can have really big impacts on other people, that love in actions, like the small change about just adding categories to our library, you know, may feel very small to us or may not feel significant to us, but to somebody else feels really big. Um, That it's showing that we're taking the action, um, that we love enough to take that action. And again, I was paying very close attention, so I referenced Chad Sermon twice in this, that even our small actions can have these ripple effects on us. Years later, who thought that a conversation you had would end up in a sermon 20 years later? I think about things people have said to me that have com- dramatically changed how I view something or how I, how I move in my own life. And I'd like to think maybe some of the things I've said have done that, that these things that were so small to us can be really big to other people. One of my favorite memories from, there were so many good things from sabbatical, but one of my favorite memories was getting to go to lunch with two of my English teachers, one from middle school and one from high school. And it was a reminder that we, my mom kept saying, who's also a teacher, she said, we just don't get that. People don't 
come back and tell us <laughs> thank you or what, what mattered or uh, why it changed me. And I wanted to thank them for the ways that they loved me even when I was a middle and high schooler and probably a huge pain in many, many ways. And they loved me anyways so that I could learn and hopefully share those gifts now. Love is an action word. And there are ways I saw it just this week here, the group uh, of ladies who showed up on Monday to pack all of our Valentines, all the people who dropped off Valentines this week, which feels like this small thing. But boy, even the comments from just a few people who received them, it was a big thing. And those ladies, I think they're coming back today to pack our Lent to-go bags so that we can feel more connected during Lent with some items. To make people feel far away and near to remind them through action that we love them. These little things we do, they matter. Another person who came in this week was uh, Glenda Stevens. She comes in every single week to check the blessing box. And I know Mark Leeser checks as well as his son, but what she said was she said, I love it. I love doing this. Like, it makes me feel great. And I said, that's how you know you've stepped into the right ministry because you're loving people who are hungry. We loved you by empowering you into this ministry, and it just keeps coming back. It's this wonderful side of love that we forget that it, that it can come back to us. When we make it an action, the action comes back. So on this Valentine's Day, we think about this next year, about the ways we're going to put love into action. In some ways, they're going to be very familiar, like our Valentines and our during Lent and our worship services and our music team's going to continue to love us with the music that they offer, and Brandon's going to keep offering us love and action by making sure we stay online, but I think there are going to be some ways we've never tried before because church is never going to be the same. So we're going to be called into different kinds of action, and some of them are going to be quick things, other things will take more time, but... We do it because I believe we're a church that wants to grow, that wants to be open, that wants to be filled to the brim with grace for others and for ourselves. We want to be a place that seeks to be just, to be a place of justice, and we want to be a place that puts love into action. We're trying to fill our library with resources to do that, to grow and learn, but we also have, we've talked about it previously, our Barbara Maxwell Fund, which we use to create our blessing box, which got our gorgeous, uh, if you haven't seen them yet, the garden, um, I can't bet, that we got us that are just wonderful, and we can't wait to see what grows there, but there's still more in that they're meant to love people through action. How do we help people who are hungry? How do we help people who still need clothes, people who are still struggling to find sufficient housing. That's what these funds are for. These are just one of the ways that we can be called to love into action this year. And if you have an idea and a proposal, Arm wants to hear from you to see if it fits this in because people need it. If there's ever been a year we've learned that, it's this year. And we don't just do it because our children tell us to, though they're right. <laughs> and we love them. But we put love into action because we've had a God who has always done it for us. 